Hey everyone, this is Sam from Pot On You Loons. As always, thank you so much for listening to our show. If you are interested in hearing my voice just a little bit more, and if you're also interested in pub trivia, I do publish another podcast called The Pub Trivia Group. Look for it on the podcasting platform of your choice. If you're really interested in it, you can even find us on YouTube to play monthly live pub trivia from the comfort of your couch. It's pretty cool. All right, let's pod on with the loons. everyone welcome back to another episode of pot on you loons i'm justin pot on you loons this is sam pot on you loons this is james happy mother's day weekend guys happy mother's day weekend everyone shout out to moms yeah moms are the best yeah (laughs) (laughs) most moms fair most fair 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 we'll go with most moms james is it Mother's Day in your part of the world. It is actually. Uh it's also Mother's Day in Australia as well. It's it's really, as far as I can tell, only not Mother's Day in the UK. Yeah, that I was happens, gonna say that happens a little bit. <laughs> what? That happens a different time. They don't year. they don't care about moms. Oh no, oh, they have a different they have time a different year. Different day. Okay. Yeah, Mother's, yeah, Mother's Day have a fancy name. Mother's Day was already it's been and gone. It was uh, it's in March. Yeah, does the it, year I lived have a in funny the UK. Name? Well, all the cards say mum. Yeah, with a U. Mum's day. Mum. Yep. Or mummy. Mummy's day. Yeah, the year I lived there, I had to buy my card like way in advance and send it over, which I mean, usually I don't even buy cards, much less buy them in advance. Usually I'm that guy that is at the store the day of buying the card. Grabbing the bouquet of flowers from the, the place that's right next to the cards. <laughs> yes. Classic. Yes. <laughs> nice. Usually quick trip. <laughs> ooh, ooh, heart shaped pizza. Trip. You're a heart shaped pizza guy too, I bet, Sam, right? Or that's Valentine's Papa Murphy's, Day. yeah. Papa Murphy's, yep. Do they do like a mom shaped pizza? I don't know what that would look like, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to know what that would look like either. Yeah. Justin's getting weird here. <laughs> all my sports teams are losing except for the Twins. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah. We're fine. It's uh yeah, it was good though. Like we went over to uh to Carmen's parents' house and um spent some time with them and then I messaged my mum back in uh back in Perth as well. So very cool. It was quality. Yeah, my mom was in town. She flew in from Arizona. We went to the twins game yesterday, which was like the nicest day that it's been in Minnesota this year. Yeah, that um, picture looked epic. Yeah, I have the yeah. I have the sunburns to to show that that I have not seen much sunlight these last few months. But it was it was a great game. Uh, it was it was one nothing, which is super low scoring, but great pitching. Uh, it was it was a great atmosphere, a great day to be at the ballpark. It was good. It was great to hang out with my mom. Yeah, that's awesome because right for people listening out there, Justin's mom lives in Arizona, so she flew in. Yeah, I I didn't do too much. Um, Honestly, any any moms out there would probably be disappointed in me because the day snuck up on me a little bit. But my wife and I overall are pretty laid back. 
and my mom will be actually my my mom will be in town next weekend. So I'll do something nice for my mom then. We did call her. We did do the the Facebook portal video chat with her, and uh, right, she got to see my kids, which is probably what she wanted. We'll do something special next weekend when she's in town. Nice, but yeah, nice. As, as far as what I did with my wife, because right, I have two kids. We just we went to her and Justin's hometown of Farmington, Minnesota, and hung out there for the day. So good time. <laughs> nice, nice. Shout out hot, Farmington, at, yeah. Minnesota. At her at her folks' place, we actually went to her old neighbor's new house. Oh, okay, cool. Yep, yep. Long story there. Well, cool guys. Yeah, that that was Mother's Day. Nice. Let's get to the loons if we want to. Let's do this. Not a lot of good news today, but that's okay because we can still have fun even without the news, or even without the good news. We we do have some yeah. news though. Yeah, we, so we, we got we, we got some transactions to talk about. First off, is a very, very, very oh, hard one. one to, sucks. I it I sucks. forgot about this. Not only are we talking about a loss <laughs> today, but we're talking about Chase Gasper leaving. Yeah, like yeah. this was a kick in the balls. Like, yep. yeah, that was uh, oh, that man. was not fun, guys. Yeah, just came around kind of really quick. From what I could tell for, from kind of interviews and the way they talked about it, I think it was really a, a kind of instigated by Chase kind of thing. Like I think with all the, the stuff that he's been dealing with kind of off the pitch, wanted to, wanted to kind of go back to a, to a familiar surrounding in L.A. I believe that's where he went to college. Yeah. So well, for a little bit because he went to UCLA, UCLA and Maryland. Maryland was where we drafted him from. Yeah, so yeah, so he he kind of wanted to go a bit more uh, a bit more back to where he was uh, back where he had some roots at least. So yeah, he uh, got traded to the LA Galaxy, and uh, he uh, is on the bench for the game that is going on right now against uh, Austin. Yeah, I mean, which is fair enough. Like he didn't play any minutes for us, right? So like he played some in the Open Cup, um, but didn't actually play any MLS minutes. So makes sense that he's on the bench. Yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough to see him go, but as someone that knows uh, a lot about being in a bad place mentally, yep, it's sometimes it's nice. <laughs> it's nice to just get a break, right? It's nice to yeah. get just a clean start somewhere. So, in a lot of the stuff, you know, Chase talked about how much he loved playing here. I uh, was a big fan of the fan base, but sometimes, sometimes you just need a fresh start. And and I'm happy for him. You know, I'll, I'll cheer him on unless unless we're playing against him. Uh, and I'll, I'll hope that he has a good day, good, good day, but they lose. Oh yeah. yeah. But, but it's a bummer to see him go. Cause he's, you know, he's a guy we love on this podcast. We, we talk all the time about how big of a fan we are of him and, and the, the impact he made on this team, you know, right out the gate from getting drafted on the first round. What was that? 2018 or was it 17? 19. 19. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> the whole time we've been doing this, right. We've, we've been talking about chase. So yeah. Uh, it's a bummer. Yeah, it sucks. But, uh, you know, the funny fact is that if he does get on the field today uh, in left back, he should be marking uh, Ethan Finley. <laughs> so that'll be uh, that'll be kind of interesting for those two guys. They can uh, chum it up and talk about the system that Minnesota United runs. <laughs> that's going to be a very short chat, Justin. That's, <laughs> that's going to be a very short chat. We'll get into that later. However, 
we do have some more transactional news. Uh, we well, did. Hold, hold on. I, oh, I, I just want to wish Chase good oh, luck. Yeah. Okay. True. I, I just I want to wish Chase good luck. I always liked watching Chase. I'm sad to see him go, but I wish him the best. I get it. I get it. You'll always be part of that 2019 draft class, the best draft class in Minnesota United history. So there you go. All right, move on, James. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, it sucks to see him go. We did add two midfielders to the doubloons. Uh, MNUFC 2, though, over this week. Uh, Malik Khan, an 18-year-old from Trinidad and Tobago, somewhere I have actually been. And Ignacio Gutierrez, a 19-year-old Argentinian who joined us on loan from Velez Sarfield, who I believe is the same team. We got Amaria from the I, first time. Yes. Yes. Right? Because, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. And also, uh, the doubloons played today. We'll go into a little bit later. But uh, Gutierrez actually played today. Subbed on. Looked, nice. uh, looked good. Very good. Yeah, and in terms of the training room, Robin Lud out, I believe, with an illness. Luis Amaria also out. Luis Amaria, though, maybe had an illness. I'm not quite sure. His wife did have a baby, though. Yeah. yeah. So welcome, welcome, Luca. Congrats, man. Yeah, Luca Amaria, who will be a star striker for Minnesota United about 20 years from now. Yeah, sign him up for the academy. Right, yeah. I'm in uh, UFC too. Home, homegrown talent. Was it? Was it here? Do we know if she? If he was born in Minnesota, that'd be cool. Maybe Ooh, not. I didn't even think about that. If MLS still has those goofy rules, twenty years from now, we can. <laughs> we'll we'll, we we'll can trade sign. him for. We'll trade him for a hundred hundred dollars in gam or something like that. <laughs> oh no, he's ours because he has to deliver on these twenty five goals that his dad promised <laughs> us. So <laughs> someone's got to do it. Yeah. It is set in stone that someone in your family must fulfill, must fulfill the request. I will count those. I will count those. I still <laughs> have faith like that curse? Luis. It's just like a no, no, it's not a family. curse. I'm not magic. It's Luis promised 25 goals. We don't have them yet. I still have confidence in the guy. Don't get me wrong. But if he doesn't deliver on the 25 goals, I am telling you in advance. Someone must. <laughs> That I will accept goals from Luca Amaria. Fair but yeah. And and we all know Metnir still out. Not quite sure when he's coming back. And then, of course, we know Patrick Weah and Hassani Dotson next year. I I do appreciate that there is a Twitter just dedicated to Luis Amaria's 25 goal countdown. Which, oh, nice. Which started, I didn't know this. Which started in uh, March 2020 and is now at Luis Amaria's 21 countdown. <laughs> As it as it just ticks off, uh, as it just ticks off Luis Amaria's goals. That's great. What's the Twitter handle? Uh, at twenty five numbers twenty five countdown. Okay, shout out at twenty five countdown. Yeah, it's uh, that's, it's, it's uh, the only person it follows is Minnesota United. That's uh, fair How play. How many followers do they have? Uh, they have thirteen. 13. Let's get him to let's get him to seventeen okay. people. Yeah. Okay. I will for sure follow at twenty five countdown now. Yeah, I see. I okay. see Grant there. Uh, I see. Uh, it's probably Grant's burner account. Probably. <laughs> I see your your rumored to be burner account is on there as well. MPLS cheesehead. I do not. I've talked to that guy. <laughs> That's not me. 
I don't live in Minneapolis. No, I, I've talked to that guy. He seems like a nice guy. Sure, Sam. Sure. I've talked to that guy in the mirror. Seems like a solid dude. <laughs> no, I He's live in He's got great Plymouth. taste. Great taste in sports teams. Yeah, at least two of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm from, I live in Plymouth. Like, I don't live in Minneapolis. I've never lived in Minneapolis. That's not me. I mean, Plymouth is a suburb of Minneapolis. Yeah, but like, you guys know how big of a dork I am. I own Plymouth, <laughs> right? Like, no, I don't like own the city of Plymouth. I mean, I own the fact that I live in Plymouth. Fair. Fair. <sighs> right. Like, I'm the biggest suburban dad you know. Do you know a bigger suburban dad than me? To be honest, I don't actually, I'm not sure. I think that list did, is quite small. How much, the other Sam, <laughs> Sam, how much time today did you stand looking at your yard with your hands on your hips? Yeah, the classic. It wasn't no time. I did spend some time <laughs> doing that. Grass looks a little long out here. Mm. 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 We really needed that rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grass is looking a little yellow. I mean, hold on. Those are the suburban dads that have older kids. The suburban, those of us with younger kids, we're doing different things, right? Like I took my daughter to gymnastics the other day, which gymnastics for two and three year olds is, well, we haven't had this segment in a while, but the segment, the big CF, like could just be, could just be me talking about two and three year olds doing gymnastics. Just a lot of flopping around. Yeah, you, you could say that and a lot of running in the opposite direction and. Right. The, the phrase, right. We use this in the teaching world a lot. You, you know, a lot of other people will use the phrase. It's it's herding cattle to describe something that's difficult to get a bunch of people to do. But teachers, we use a phrase called it's herding butterflies. That's about the best way to describe watching two and three year olds doing gymnastics. Sam, I just came up. I just thought of something. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So when Cece is old enough, are you going to coach her soccer team? You better. Will Will you with me? Ah, I might. Let's do it. Just, just look super serious. Have an outfit. Have a whistle. All that stuff. Bright Maybe. stuff when something doesn't go our way. <laughs> have a clipboard. Yeah. Get, oh. get yellows. Classic. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think we should. We'll think about it. Yeah, that sounds like a good, I, that sounds like a I've fun. I thought plan. about it. I thought about it, and I'm in. Sign me up, Justin. Well, you know Maybe what? Maybe this... you do it too. This is this is a perfect segue talking about people who come from places then then they coach a team in that place, right? Justin, if you're for, you're from I, Minnesota, I you're right? Going. You're gonna if you're gonna like coach a coach a kids team, that'll be like you coaching at home. Seattle's coach, Seattle's coach is from oh, Seattle. Dude, that right? was a stretch. Oh, was this your segue? Yeah, this was that was a stretch, man. This is a segue. It counts. You know my segues. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Shout uh, out Cam. Cam, if he's listening. Shout out uh, Cam. Way to go, Sounders. Yeah, Sounders. The first ever MLS CONCACAF Champions League champions. Congratulations. It was uh, it was a banger of a game. They won the second leg at home 3-0 to win 5-2 on aggregate. Yeah, massive. Only downside for them was the 2021 MLS Best 11 and Loons Killer, Jao Paulo, uh, Torres ACL. Yeah, tough. That's real tough. He's, uh, uh, he's down now. Yeah. Someone else will have champion, to hit us with bangers. Yeah. Yeah, we're not a champion. Yeah. I'm happy for my friend Cam. Again, I know some Loons fans really dislike Seattle. I, I don't care about Seattle. Good for them. I was happy to see an MLS team finally win this thing, and I'm happy for my friend Cam. 
the scenes out of Seattle looked fantastic, right? Like love or hate Seattle. They do a really good job supporting the Sounders. So good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I guess it depends on the outcome of our game next week, but maybe we have Cam on to talk about it. Yeah. And hopefully we're talking about a Chelsea FA Cup win, too. Maybe. Maybe. I I mean, you guys want Liverpool winning everything. I mean, uh, Justin might not care, but. I mean, they're not they might not win everything now because the quadruple might be off the table. Yeah, they they drew drew to Tottenham. They drew to Tottenham in the Premier League. So now they're now they're three points behind Man City and Man City have quite an easy road home. Now they might only get three trophies. Oh, man, what a terrible what a terrible season, huh? That is a terrible season. I read somewhere and I can't believe that this is true. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go and look this up. But I read that Seattle is making the FIFA Club World Cup before Man City. Yeah, because Man City's never won the Champions League. Yeah. That's how you get into the Club World Cup. You got to win your Continental Champions League or whatever your continent calls it. That's going to be fun to watch. Man City's never won it. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was bizarre for me. I, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't really believe that tweet when I was reading it. I was like, this is unbelievable, but yeah. So, uh, so they do like, do they do like group stages and everything? Or is it just like right into a tournament for this? Thing? Uh, it's a straight, uh, it's a straight knockout tournament. Oh yeah. Cool. It's uh, the you- AFC champions league, which is uh, from Asia. So that's like where the A league feeds into. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then there's the CAF champions league from africa the Concacaf champions league the copa Liber- libertadores i think it's libertadores libertadores from south america the uh, ofc someone's cringing at us yeah, yeah. I know. some so, yeah sorry uh, sorry everybody the ofc champions league from oceana and the uefa champions league yeah and like europe and south america get like first round by and also They're better than everyone else the they don't want to waste their time Playing the Seattle Sounders. Yeah, so... Well, no, imagine... like, no, it's it's usually like... I, I shouldn't say it's... Yeah, yeah. no, they're, they're, they're the Europe almost teams. always wins, and right. Europe almost always wins the final against whoever won from South America. Do they? So they put them on opposite sides of yes. the bracket on yes. purpose? Okay. So, so put it this way. There have been 14 winners from UEFA, four winners from Conanbol, which is South America, and no one else has ever won it. So... Yep. Gotcha. The, the other thing is they have a host country and the winner of that host country's national champion. So it'd be like the winner of the Premier League if it was in England also plays and they play Oceana. And then whoever wins out of those two then actually goes into the quarterfinals. So Oceana once again gets. <laughs> they just always get, they always oh, get the shaft. Just huh? always get shafted with like crappy <laughs> playoff like, games. But like Australia is not even in Oceana anymore. No, like so, don't. it's it's basically who is the best club team out of New Zealand, which they have one team in the A League. Yeah, so it's it's not even it actually doesn't even go off that team anymore. Like that team is no longer eligible because oh, they're in the A yeah. League because the A League then feeds in there. So it's like Auckland City is generally the winner, like every time. So. Basically, it just turns into Auckland City versus whoever host country happens to be. And is Auckland City even professional? Um, like if Auckland ooh. City lined up against Forward Madison, would they just get whooped? 
It's a, it's a professional team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. They're not, Shout out Auckland City. They're probably not very good, but they've been to the FIFA Club World Cup a couple of times. All right. Well, that is my Oceana team now from the stay forward. Yep. Auckland, uh, Auckland City. So they actually made it to the semifinals in 2014. That's the like, that's the pinnacle of Auckland City when they played uh, San Lorenzo from uh, Conanball. And then they, uh, oh, the Copper Libertadores. And this has been the latest episode of Pod on You Club World Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Chelsea defending Club World Ch- Cub. Yeah. Chelsea defending Club World Chubs. I like it. <laughs> Club World Cup champions. Did and you, then, like Sam, everything Sam, you, since then, has been downhill. Like Sam, did, <laughs> did you know that thing even existed before Chelsea was in it? Because I did not. I think I saw like I was like, oh, there's something called the Club World Cup. Yeah, because I watched Chelsea lose it before. Yeah, 2012. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair 2012, enough. 2012, they lost it to yeah. uh, to Corinthians. Well, it's like now every year, like whoever in the Premier League wins it has a like a gold shield on there. Oh, yes. okay, cool. Yeah. So 2019 was uh, Liverpool. Yeah. But cool. it's also hosted by just random countries. Like, like in, back in 2000, it was Brazil, but then it's been Japan, the United Arab Emirates, Morocco, Qatar, and then just money, goes money, between money. them. Yeah. Money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it's just a revolving well, like, door of money. Right, like the Europa League finals always in a random place or the... Yeah. I, what the Europa Conference League final is in like Albania or something like that? Yeah. All right. Like That's, so okay. I I actually got Point to, to that on a map. I actually got told no, off. No, no idea. By someone yesterday because I am flying to uh the US on the 25th of May and I got told off because that night is actually the UEFA Europa Conference League final of which Feyenoord is playing. <laughs> so I got told off that as if I would leave on the day that a Dutch team actually has a chance to win some European silverware. To which my response was, I don't care. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. It's and a I hope, team I don't care about. And I hope Roma hey. wins. <laughs> Wait, who are they playing against? That they're playing Roma. against Rangers, right? No, they're playing Roma. No, Rangers is uh, Europa League, right? Oh, shoot. Rangers made Europa League final? Not even Europa Conference? No, Hold yeah, on, yeah. Rangers. They made Europa League yeah. final. Like, that's legit, man. They're playing like Frankfurt, right? Yeah, yeah. They beat Frankfurt, who beat West Ham. So how many wow. cups? Like, it feels like there's too many cups. Guys. There's, there's, there's like now all three. the cups. There's now three. <laughs> all the cups. <laughs> so there was the Champions League and the Europa League, and then they added the Conference League. Which is like the one below. So now, if you look at the Premier League, money, money, money. If you look at the money. Premier League, out of twenty teams, seven teams make Europe. But that's how it was before. It was just three of them that would make Europa. Was it? And now, and now one of them. Yeah, it was always three would make Europa. But now, instead of three making Europa, two make Europa, and one makes conference. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because one would make the Europa League qualifiers. Yeah. And now it's conference league qualifiers. Okay, that's just a step well, down. Like this was a good episode of Pod on You Europa Conference League. <laughs>
Right. Should we? Yeah, let's you get know what? Back. You're Move welcome, on. listeners, because no one wants to hear us talk about the Boons losing 1-0 at home to the team we've Can used I... as the example of the worst team in the league for like two and a half years straight. Oh right? man, I got to I got to share something. I got to share yeah, something. Share something. So I to talk more about going to the Twins game and hanging out with my mom. It was great, beautiful game. Happy yeah. to be out there. Afterwards, we went to dinner. It was fantastic. Beautiful night. We went to Costa Rican restaurant in Robbinsdale, Marna's. Shout out Marna's. Great food. And we're just hanging out with my mom. So I was like, you know what? I can't catch the game on time. I'm going to record it and then I'll catch it on, catch it later. So when I got home, I don't know what time it was, but I turned on my TV. And unfortunately, the game was on live. And I saw that it was like the 81st minute and it was 0-0. And I was like... I'm just, am I going re- <laughs> to rewind this and watch this? <laughs> so I did not. I, I continued watching and I am, I'm kind of grateful that I did not <laughs> rewind because I couldn't imagine staying up to 11 o'clock or whatever it would have been to watch that whole game and have that outcome. Holy cow. So yeah, rough. It looked like a beautiful day at Allianz Field. I wished I was there. Even with the loss, even even knowing that they lost, I do still wish yeah, I was beautiful at Beautiful night. Beautiful night. All Lance Field, always great. Wonderwall, always great. But yeah. D- like, let's just talk about the doubloons quick. So they had a 0-0 win at Chicago Fire 2. That was today. We're recording on Sunday. That was today. I just think that this is interesting. I had forgot. So it was a 0-0 win. In the MLS next league, if there is a draw, they do have penalties at the end, and we won penalties seven to six. So we won the game, which means in the table, we get one point for the draw, an extra point for winning in penalties. So that was a two point game for us. Yeah, which I think is super exciting. Like, I think that's really cool. That's like kind of the old school once you finished training at high school you then just had a penalty shootout with everyone just because it's kind of the same you get to you get to win like a funky extra point big fred wins player of the match big fred there we go, big fred yeah got a couple of saves in the penalty shootout as well i watched the whole game actually because it is available to me as an international to be able to watch which is really nice they must have been doing something wrong, James. They <laughs> come on, they they can't give you these things. Yeah, don't say that out loud because someone's about to <laughs> someone's about to figure out what they're doing wrong and take that away from you. Valley Sports is gonna bust through the door and turn it off. Uh it was they, they don't touch this, right? This is our teams are contr- controlling the feeds, I think, right? Yeah, they have a commentator as well. The league is, I believe. Oh, the league? Okay. Yeah, they have a commentator too. So it's not just uh you don't just get like random Random broadcast quality is pretty good. I was expecting it to just be something fluffed up. Like no, it was uh, it was all right. Yeah, yeah. Although it's... I will say, because it was played in Chicago, the commentator did mention they don't call it the Windy City for nothing about four times because it was so oh, man. I was like, <laughs> can you? Stop? He had that. He had that written down on his <laughs> notepad before the game. Bring Which I don't mean to be history teacher here, but that's not even why that they call it the Windy City. <laughs> it's not because of the wind. Yes, there's some wind from the lake effect, but that's related to the, like the history of their politics. And here we go. I, I won't go into it. Like we don't need Sam's to talk about right it. now. <laughs> Sam's like, I can't believe this guy mentioned this like four times, and he's wrong. 
only uh, the highlights from that game quickly. Uh, Justin McMaster came off injured quite early. Um, so I hope there's nothing seriously wrong there. <laughs> Nabi Kibanguchi got two yellows, so got sent off about five minutes after a Chicago Fire player also got two yellows and got sent off. The Chicago Fire coach got a yellow card. There were six yellow cards in the first half. Like it was just nuts. Like there was just this crazy. People get first this half. fired up about MLS next. I yeah. love it. There was, maybe there maybe was Sam, we got we got to get we got to go to all the games. Maybe maybe that's what we should do is just become doubloon super fans. Yeah. That do was... we sing Wonderwall when they win? We should, right? There's no reason we can't, right? I don't see why not. Yeah. I I, I guess so. Yeah. But uh, do it. Devin uh, Devin Paddleford put in uh, put in the winning goal, and uh, Gutierrez also scored a penalty as well. Actually, so just came to the club, scored an important penalty. Yeah, so they move. They are one spot outside the playoffs now. Hmm. Nice. I would have thought we were higher up than that. I, I haven't ever looked at their. Yeah, team. we we yeah. were on a four game unbeaten streak, so we had three wins, and then we had a draw win. Technically. Well, Justin, you and I have summer break coming up, so we can become doubloon super fans. It'll be good times. In other fun news, Ford Madison wins 1-0 at Richmond Kickers, the Henny Derby. First win of the season for the Mangoes. Well done, Mangoes. Yeah, way to go, Mangoes. Yeah, way to go, Mangoes. Minneapolis City, their regular season has started as well. Their first season in USL 2 Starts with a 2-0 defeat against Des Moines Menace, who are the defending national champions. So we'll give them a little bit of slack here. That was today, Sunday. Which, interesting, they had a 10-man advantage for 40 minutes after Des Moines Menace's goalkeeper was red-carded in the 49th minute. Which is interesting because didn't they throw some shade at Minnesota United about how Minnesota United has performed when they are at a advantage due to the opposing team having a man sent off. I, I think, think that's so. happened before. I think so. Ooh. It was also apparently it was a uh, I had to I had to ask what the acronym was because the acronym was DOGSO, which is denial of goal scoring opportunity. Ah, okay. DOGSO. Apparently yeah. he was like 20 yards outside of his box. And took down a, a Minneapolis player. So do you get a do you get a penalty kick if that if they do that? No, not if you're outside the penalty box. You just really, a, yeah, yeah. You just get a free kick. But oh, then why wouldn't you just do that all the time? Because you get Cause a you red lose, card. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> that's guess, why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Louis, Louis Suarez, it right. Yeah, but the the really crazy thing about Minneapolis City is because they're playing in like two or three. I think it's two separate leagues, right? Like they're also playing in the and they're PLS. they're in three different leagues. They're in USL two. They're in NPL NPLLS. Yeah, and then they're in like a more. They're in a league below that one as well. Yeah, so they they won their first game, which was in the other league. Then they won. Uh, the NPLS game against Minnesota Twin Stars, 2-0. And then not even a full day later, like 20 hours later, they played USL 2. So their schedule is so super crammed. They played three games this week. But it's, but not, it's, not, it's all not the, the same. same guys. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it, there is a lot of soccer if you want to pay attention to all of it. But yeah, I've never, I, I always, I've been paying attention to the NPSL 
and now I'll pay attention to the USL two and probably be more excited for the USL two if I'm being honest. But yeah, I don't even remember what the acronym for that other league is. Not that they're not great. Shout out that other league if you're listening. <laughs> Love what you do. I, I just, right? There's only so many hours in a day. <laughs> and we have to talk about this 0-1 loss against FC Cincinnati. Who we ha- we had not lost to yet. Had anyone lost to them? No, I, they were on three <laughs> wins in a, in a row, but. Yeah, this might be the biggest win in like the history of that team. <laughs> like, Yeah, like this that is was, the first time they've ever won. That was a great moment for them. Three games in a row. There are not a lot of uh, MLS team-specific podcasts talking about their team losing to FC Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of us wants to start? <laughs> but I mean, they they already have they have uh, equaled their win totals for the last two seasons, right? Like, you know, this is a good year for them. Like, they're I mean, obviously, we should we we hundred percent should win this game, <laughs> but MC Cincinnati is not maybe not terrible. Allegedly. Okay. This is who we started. This was our 11. Goalkeeper, Dane Sinclair. Our back line, Lawrence, DeBossi, Boxy, and Fisher. Our midfield was Ariaga and Trap. Attacking midfield, Longwane, Reynoso, and Dunlady. And starting up top for the first time in forever. Yes, I've been watching Frozen like three times a day. For the first first time in forever. Adrian Hunu up top, which he, he got his chance. Yeah, he got his chance. Luis Amaria was with newborn Luca Amaria. Do you think he poisoned Amaria in, in Lud? No. <laughs> Our Adrian wouldn't do that. What, like, what kind of person even thinks illness? That, Justin? They both have illness. He took him out for sushi, some bad sushi, maybe. Some celebratory bad sushi after the baby. I'm I'm making this up. No one goes out for sushi after having a baby. Wow. You Someone's just... listening right now going, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one person's gonna be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Hey, speaking of which, if you have not subscribed, make sure to subscribe to Pot on Your Loons on the podcasting platform of your choice and give us a five-star rating. Yeah, we're even entertaining when the team is bad. So yeah. feel free to listen to us after losses, too. I think yeah. this is the best part about our podcast is when the team does bad, we just talk about something else. We literally just talk, we talk about Conference League uh, and everything else and Club World Cups. <laughs> no, I will distracted say, by things that kind of matter. Yeah, I will say it is it is a little it is a little weird that Lod didn't play, considering that uh, Adrian Heath said I'd be very, very surprised if tomorrow he's not available. So, so he guess, was very, very surprised. I guess like, he was very, very surprised. I, I mean, he wasn't even in the eleven. I don't think, or not the eleven. He wasn't even in the eighteen. So clearly, the guy's still sick. You know, everyone's always wishing that Lud's available, right? We want to see that bow and arrow celebration, but it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't in the cards. If he was even slightly ready to go, he would have been in the 18. The thing I like most about this is that in the in the interview, it says uh, like they beat Toronto FC twice in a week, I believe. <laughs> and 
and uh, Heath says, they've come in full of confidence. They've just had big wins against Toronto, so I'll know they play well. Well, Toronto, who just got beaten 1-0 by Vancouver, who is the worst team in the MLS. <laughs> so, <laughs> Toronto not doing very well, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, we didn't do much better. You know, Cincinnati uh, have five wins, so I think that's more wins than they've had yeah. any season, right? They're in like fifth place in the East right now. Yep. We're not in fifth place in the West. They are one. They are three points behind first. No, I, one of our reviewers on iTunes wrote that we're willing to admit when we're wrong. I'm willing to (laughs) apologize for all the shade I have thrown at FC Cincinnati over the past several years. We're not going to apologize for any shade we've thrown Atlanta though. Just, we'll just clear that air right now. Have we thrown that much shade at Atlanta? Atlanta, then Atlanta, stop getting your players injured with your terrible, your terrible oh, turf. Right, Miles uh, Robinson, another men's national team guy hurt. Yes, I also, sorry tangent. <laughs> I also on the tangent of terrible turfs. I heard. Uh, I think the Revolutions pitch is also terrible. Like, can, uh, like field. Yeah, reporters like uh, found like I think it was I think it was uh, the Revolution's field. Like reporters found like a stone on the field. What there was an actual hole in the like the 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 grass or the turf or the grass, whatever. Yeah, it was apparently that wasn't a good field either. So. I guess their owner just isn't rich enough to buy a nice field for them. Yeah, he had to uh, he had to pay too many. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, people really shouldn't have. Were you going to make an escort joke, James? Yeah, I was. Okay. <laughs> this he's is been, a family podcast, He's been James. stripped yeah. of all his money. I don't know. There's, there's something in there. Stripped so of all his some... money. Was that a stripper joke, James? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. <laughs> we got to put, put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode now. <laughs> I was trying well, to be subtle like... about it. and then We're trying to be edgy. <laughs> I think I've been subtle anytime I've... True. Fair. We're being topical. Do we have some subs to talk about? We do. I we do. We subbed Franco Fragapane on in the fifty seventh minute for Adrian Hanu. Why? Why are we subbing him so early? We. I, I mean, uh, what, was he ninety minutes fit? I, I mean, we we never make a sub before sixty minutes. Really, unless we fully round up. up, round up. Um, he missed that goal, and Heath was like, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get uh, him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, get get him out of here uh, 20, 22 minutes after he misses that attempt. <laughs> uh, we also had Nico Hansen sub on for Bongi, Nico's first minutes of the campaign, uh, 63rd minute. And then 78th minute, we subbed off Will Trap for... Uh... <sighs> Man... Joseph Rosales. Joseph Rosales, yeah. Sorry, Joseph Rosales. I forgot what your first name was. <laughs> There's just not enough Hondurans on our team. I can't remember all of them. We'll go through some stats. Uh, we won the possession battle, which makes it even sadder. Uh, that, we had 52%. That was the only stat we won, though. So, Yeah, we had uh, 52%. Shots on target, we had 4 out of 15. I read somewhere it was 5 out of 15, but still, that's terrible. FC Cincinnati had five out of 14. Um, a little so, bit better. Yeah, a little bit better. 
Uh, we had 1.04 XG, and they had 1.97. Thanks, Dave St. Clair. Yeah. Thanks, Dave St. Clair. That's pretty much what my game notes read, was um, DSC, 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 all these saves, because, yeah, he uh, he crushed it, to be honest. He had a lot of saves. And uh, once again, was let down real late. Real late. Real late. Real, 90, real late. 92nd, 93rd minute late. Those suck. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we had a few chances. 27th minute, Ray, great through ball to Bongi. Bongi could only hit the keeper. Also had a new kind of in the middle, but it would have been tough to get to him. But it was definitely, uh, it was definitely a shot and could have been put away. 35th minute. Abu Dinladi, very speedy, uh, which I think we we kind of knew already, but just blitzed down the wing. Beautiful crossfield pass to Hanu. Hanu's first touch bobbled on him, let him down. He could kind of only outside of the right foot try and get to the keeper, and the defender even kicked it away. So wasn't that great either. And then uh, the only other really good legitimate chance we had was the 95th minute. Bukai Debasi, beautiful header. Fantastic save from the keeper to to tip it onto the bar and tip it over because that was uh, that was going in. Yeah, that was so. When I watched it live, that was like that was the best part. Was that to, that Debasi header? And I was like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna save a point. And then we did not. Then we did not. Then we did not. But I think it's another kind of uh, yeah. We we had some opportunities, and I'm pretty sure we are still at the bottom or near the bottom of percentage of shots on target in the MLS. Cause we were the worst team in the MLS last year uh, for shots on target against total shots. And I'm pretty sure we're still in the bottom 10. So yeah, that's a sack. That's a stat that we keep on sucking at. Unfortunately. Well, that leads us right into a question that we had on Twitter from hop clouds at hop clouds. Which, speaking of tangents, they seem like I can't tell if this is one guy or a group of guys. Well, they I mean, seem fun. Their Hop Twitter Cloud? bio, their Twitter bio says we brew beer. So yeah, mm. yeah, I think it's a group of guys. I think there's a guy named Christian that's like really involved, but I don't know if there are people that are equally as involved. I don't, I don't know. I don't know them. They talk about them on the Daves I know, and I, I think that that's kind of cool what they do because they they brew beer. And I know that they have like some things with like the Dave's I know podcast where they get the beer out to listeners. I just think that it's cool. I like soccer. I like beer. I like podcasts. I, I like beer cool too. That they got clouds. that all. <laughs> I also like international beers. Hop clouds. Hop clouds. Uh, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> Slide into our DM- DMs. Hop clouds. We're fans. I mean, actually, I don't know if we're fans. I haven't had it. I haven't had it. Would love to try it. So from Hop Clouds at Hop Clouds, what is our system? Please describe it clearly. And I, I want to start off by saying Hop Clouds. I don't think that that's fair because like Ethan Finley, who was literally on the team, didn't know how to describe it clearly when he was asked this August 26, 2021 by the Star Tribune. Because when asked about the Loon's offensive identity, specifically offensive identity, other than simply letting Reynoso create 
what Finley said, quote, Man, that is a good question. I'm not sure I can give you a clear answer on that. That's something. Not a concern of mine, but something we have not clearly established internally and even externally. I think our identity for a very long time has been a team that first and foremost is very tough to break down defensively. And I still think that holds true with some of the results we've had and goals against that we've had. So hop clouds first, right? And I know, right? I, I know that everyone probably remembers that quote by Finlay because that that really was probably the only time we've had a Minnesota United player sort of speak to some frustration over maybe the the tactics of the team. Would you would you say so? I, I haven't heard of any other I can't recall any other Minnesota United player. Yeah, I, I know when this happened, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but we talked about it on the group chat. It's just it's kind of like an eye opening thing, right? Like right. to say that I actually don't know what we're doing out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Like that's that's pretty telling. I can't imagine that Heath, who loves loves to be in the press. I can't imagine that his conversation, if he had one with Ethan about that, was was kind. Well, and, you know, I mean, it's not like Ethan's comment was just completely throwing everyone out under the bus. But you read into it and you're like, oh, OK, that's that's not good that one of your star players who has been on the team for a while, league veteran. It's not good that he doesn't know how to answer this question. <laughs> Now, I, I do want to say like a, a couple of things here. And this this team like has, you know, since we've been doing this podcast and really doing our best to break down this team, I thought of the the cliche phrase, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I think that this kind of applies a couple of ways, both good and bad for the team. I, I think, you know, fool me once, shame on me in terms of signing a big name striker, like you know, Angela Rodriguez didn't work out. Shame on you for getting my hopes up. But Adrian Hanu is going to light it up. I'm excited for this. Didn't necessarily work. Shame on me. Luisa Maria, who knows if that's going the same way. Shame on me for getting excited about yet another striker. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on me for like Minnesota United hitting rock bottom and kind of feeling like the sky is falling, right? We've felt like the sky is falling quite a few times in the past couple of years. Have we not? Yeah. I remember oh, yeah. when we were zero and four. That's yeah. what happens when you can't score goals, right? right. Like <laughs> it's what happens when you support Minnesota sports teams. Am I right? No, 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 <laughs> not always. Yes. I mean, as <laughs> a cheap shot. <laughs> so yeah. yes. <laughs> what, what have been like our let's just think oh, past yeah. couple of years? Let's think past couple of years. What have been our rock bottom moments, right? It's been obviously the zero and four start last year. And then it was like the Colorado games also last year, right? The two Colorado games where we gave up big leads and gave up big leads when they were down to 10 men. And before that was the Seattle Western Conference final game. I don't know if you can call that rock bottom. Like that's no, that, was, that was a kick in the balls. That I don't season know that was great. Bottom. That was, that was yeah. Mm. That was best Minnesota United season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean, the emotion was pretty bad when we lost, though. But... It stung. Yeah, that sucked. But Yeah, okay, it wasn't rock bottom. All right, all right. 
I'll but, go for Salas. Yeah. Sorry, 2020 but what, season. But what Sam says, though, right? Like, there's it's it's a lot of times it's when when we can't score goals, we're we're just having these. It's because it's never really like it's never just like a string of losses, right? It's always like a string of losses that we just don't we can't do anything, right? That's what it kind of feels like. Is is usually what rock bottom looks like for this team is just like I don't know. I I mean I guess I wouldn't say that yesterday was a uh, like a lifeless effort. I think I saw some people on Twitter trying to say it was. I mean, there were there were two chances that could have that that could have been two one, right? Like we could have been two nothing going into the ninety second minute. Obviously, like Dane had a great game, right? Like don't don't get me wrong, but but we just couldn't find the net, right? Like this team usually makes the most of when we're good, we're making the most of our couple of chances that we have, and when we don't, it looks really bad. Yeah. So like back yeah. back to the question by Hop Clouds, what what is our system? All right, I I think part of Ethan Finley's statement, which I I think is pretty obvious for all of us to speak to, is that right? We first and foremost, and I'm quoting Ethan Finley here, very tough to break down defensively. That is still true, as we're frustrated today. Right, that is still true now. What is it? Now 10 goals against? Let me let me just look this nine up nine goals against. So we are currently tied for third fewest goals in the West. Allowed. Goals allowed. Goals allowed. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like we're still, I mean, right. Like this was a one-nothing loss. It wasn't like we got the, right. the doors blown off us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only people who've let in less goals than us are the Galaxy and FC Dallas. So let, let's push the defensive philosophy aside, right? Our defensive system seems to be sound. What's up with the offense? So this is the other thing, right? Is that when we ask what's up with the offense, there are only five teams in the West that have actually scored more goals than us. I mean, we are seventh in the West. So saying that five teams have right. scored more goals than <laughs> us, I mean... And, and LAFC has... Over twice as many goals as us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if you also Austin has the, twice as many goals as us. And if you look at the East, there are only three teams with less goals than us. So actually, the East just scores way more goals. I think the the problem is the problem is we just we have some, and I've seen this debatable, but like I think we have good build up, or we have the ability to have good build up. Um, I see like a lot of. A lot of people just bagging on Will Trap that he's kind of defensive and and I don't know how to feel about that one. That's kind of my jury's out on that one. But I feel like people think start are starting to think the Will Trap plays negatively. Franco's not playing as well as he was last year. Like Adrian Hanu's basically not been on the field. I think it's we have the ability to have good build-up, but for some reason, when the ball kind of when we're in that final shot mode, we just don't get it done. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I don't know if it's just, you know, we're not spending entire training sessions bashing the ball at a net or something that we need to. I remember we suggested that a couple of years ago when we were in a drought. Like, I don't know what it is, but do I think we have the quality to score 23 goals like LAFC? Yes. Should we be scoring closer to 23? Like, 
I think we'd be able to score that many goals. Do I actually think we would score that many goals? No. I think we'd probably be up around 15, 16, 17, though. Like, I believe we're at least worth another, like, five or six goals this season. So I I, I guess what I'm hearing you say is that, like, we should be able to expect more than we have seen. Yep. Like, if if I'm summarizing what you said. (laughs) Yeah. I think, right, like, I... I was and still am in great disagreement with anyone that was advocating for Heath to be out in 2019 in 2020. You know, 2021 was a little disappointing, but e- even so, I, I I don't think that there was anything by Adrian Heath to be, fu- you know, to be, warrant him being fired early. You know, he's in the last year of his contract this year, 2022. At the end of the season, he doesn't have any contract left. I am hoping, obviously, I am I'm hoping that this team gets fired up and that this team goes on a run. The MLS is a parody league. I always do like to remind people of that, but we're underperforming. And we, you know, like I said, with the fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I'm just I'm kind of done just thinking that. This little fix is going to make wait, things better. Wait, wait, hold on, it, hold on. Is this the is Sam Heath out now? No, no. Because I, trending. Hop, hop, hop clouds have Heath out stout. You know, Ooh. if there was a time to, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to try one of those beers. The Heath out. No, I'm not Heath out. I'm cheering for Heath. I'm cheering for Heath. I'm just saying. I'm I'm getting a little sick of like. Okay, like between Luisa Maria and Adrian Hanu and Emmanuel Reynoso and Franco Fragapane and Robin Lud, it's like one of those guys needs to score some goals. Longwane, Dunlady, like just the goals should be there with the players that we have, the where we have put our assets. You can't tell me that Dr. McGuire is not asking the same thing. I mean, Franco's got no goals. Bongi's got no goals. Bongi does have two assists, though. Franco has one assist. And Franco's, been... Franco's been hurt a little bit, and Bongi's brand new. So I'll, I'll give those two a little bit. Yeah. Adrian, no goals, no assists. Also only played 80 minutes. Yeah. So, fair. Has a .44 expected goals, though. So, has actually been looking good. Robin Lodd, three. Reynoso, two. Amaria, two. Bakai Debasi has one, Ariaga has one, Dodson has one, and Dinladi has one. Like, that's that's not a lot. And I mean, one of Ray's was a penalty. Christian Ramirez being sent out, I think the club looked good on that move. The club got some good gam tam in return for Christian Ramirez. Christian Ramirez did not light it up with LAFC or with Houston. He's doing well for Aberdeen, but let's face it, right? Like the Scottish Premier League has some teams that have the budget to forward Madison. Like he's having, he's doing a great, he's having a great season for a a great club in Aberdeen and we're all excited for him. But I think the club looked good with Christian Ramirez. Do we wish he was still around? Yeah. Was I sad to see him go? Yeah. Do I kind of want his Aberdeen jersey? Of course. But I think that the club looks just fine cutting ties with Christian Ramirez. Darwin, same thing. We had a great 2018 with Darwin. We had a frustrating 2019 with Darwin. 
And besides when he played against us in 2020, Darwin hasn't looked that great ever since. Um, other big offensive playmakers, like, you know, An Angela Rodriguez. I mean, I mean, just think of all the guys that we have cut ties with. It's not like they have gone on and have made just a ton of noise. Maybe the one exception being Raheem Edwards, but we weren't the only team to cut ties with him. And if you look back like a year or so ago and you hear my Pokemon comparison of, right, you, you're a new trainer that doesn't have a lot of gym, gym badges and you, someone trades you like a level 50 Pokemon and that Pokemon doesn't listen to you like that. That's my theory on Raheem Edwards and <laughs> love it. And Very now with LA galaxy, he finally has that, that trainer that he has enough gym badges that he just really respects. But it's not like we have had that many big offensive playmakers come in and out where we have been shown like that was a really bad decision. Minnesota United, you shouldn't have let them go. But it's I don't know. It's just I'm getting just sick of bringing in all these guys that are supposed to be really good. And then they don't do much. Yeah. We're and it, makes me, in... it just makes me think that right there could be something to our offensive system. I get that's what I'm getting at, guys. Sorry, what, I'm so, not doing a so good I job explaining this. Yeah. So no, I don't I don't know what an offensive system is. Uh if you would you ask me what I here, sir. I if you would ask me what I think that our offense tries to do is that we just get the ball to Reynoso and have him create, right? Like he is gonna orchestrate whatever is happening. And if it works out, it's great. Like like yesterday, right? Like that pass to to Bongi, you'd hope that if Bongi got that that opportunity again, he'd find a way to score goal or pass it. Right. Like that's, that's what we, that's what, what Heath is trying to do is get the ball to Ray and then Ray makes things happen. The problem is, is that everybody knows that everybody knows that that's what we're doing. So, I mean, it's fun to see a boo run on the right side, right. To see that speed happen, but, but it just doesn't feel like we, we don't do a lot of different things. It's just, don't give up goals and then Reynoso try to make something happen, Ray. Like that's what it feels like to me. I don't tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if, if there's more I mean, to it than I, that. I think that that's what it feels like for everyone. And I think we keep trying to figure out if there's more to that. And I, I don't, I don't know what it is. And, and the other thing is like, we basically have this plan. And then if Renee, if Ray, Renee, if Ray plays terrible, like the first few games, like he wasn't great at the start of the season, right? His family came along and suddenly like switched gear and was like really good. But if he struggles, we just look terrible. And that's not really a system that you can like, you can't have a system that relies on one player being good because when he's not good, then your entire system breaks and it's just awful. Well, in, yeah. And fluctuation in form is part of the game. Also, uh, shout out Chase Gasper, who uh, makes his LA Galaxy debut today. 58th minute, he came on. Uh, what number is he wearing? I want to know if he's still rocking 77, because that would be great. He is wearing number... Let's have a look so that I can find it. Number 77. Nice. Nice. Keep your funny number, Chase. I like it. What was your number, Justin? Uh, we're 74 in college and cool. 58 in high school. Cool. Uh, number one. Nice. Oh, I wonder cool. why that was. I wonder why that was. <laughs> yep. 
So hopefully HopCloud's liked our answer. I don't know. Was that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get the, the impression that is... that was the con- that was probably the answer they were looking for. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we? What are we doing? And and if it works, right? Like, that's awesome. If you know, rain, like we saw it when it worked, right? We saw what happened uh, when we made it to the Western Conference Finals, right? Like, it was magical. And then teams were like, "Oh, this is all you do. Let's let's yeah, let's just beat the crap out of him." You know, like yeah, it's like when you're a one trick pony and everyone knows your one trick, you very quickly don't be uh, not any good. Um, and I mean, and I mean, sometimes like a lot. I'm sure was the Abu. Was it a counter? Is that what it was? Right, like. Like yeah, that's the, so, yeah. so like when we have possession, it's give it to Ray and Ray, you do whatever you want. I mean, we, we look very nice in counter, like we can make stuff happen, right? We can, you know, find a way to, to take advantage of the, the defense being on their heels. Right. Like, but that's it. Yeah. And I mean, we, we talk about it like Reynoso is still drawn almost three times as many fouls as anyone else in our team. He has 35 fouls drawn and the next highest is uh ariaga but ray has also committed the most fouls there we go at uh at 24 and uh bakai debasi has 18 and ariaga has 17 so i mean well and ariaga and debasi play more defensive roles so that makes a little bit more sense yeah (laughs) yeah right uh you uh i mean robin lord is also up there strangely enough he also has 17 really yeah. Okay, that that's surprised. How big is uh, Emmanuel Reynoso? Right, like he's not a tall guy. He doesn't weigh a lot. One hundred and seventy-six centimeters. What is that, James? Uh, that feet? is uh, f- like five, five eight. So he's he's a little guy. Yeah, five okay. five, maybe five nine. Oh, he's f- sorry, he's five nine and a half, according to FB Ref. Okay, so that's not as short as I would have thought. Yeah, that's. Uh, and he weighs 148 pounds, which that's yeah, that's that's pretty light, yeah. Or, and he's or committing, <laughs> he's committing. The most well, it's fun. always him running, him running yeah. up and and fouling a guy that he thought just fouled him, right? Like that's that's yeah. often what it is. I I mean, and him looking at the ref and being like, "Didn't you see that? Didn't you see that?" Like that's always what it is. For for those for those of you that don't live in the U.S., he's 177 centimeters and 67 kilos. Which is How that's the light. That's a light hand I mean, it's that. not like messy light. But yeah, yeah. No, like he's not a he's not a big guy. I love I I mean, I love it in a way like at times it gets frustrating, right? You don't want to see your guys get um you know, stupid falls, but I love that he's tough as nails. Right? Like I, I love Oh yeah, he doesn't back down. Like, he's he's kinda like a honey badger. Yeah, he's he is I, I would say I would say I guess like we 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 could talk to you know we talked to Cameron about this but I assume that that other people when they watch us he's the guy they hate right like he's I, the yeah. one that they they I just like are the like Jack Grealish of our team yeah right? or the Cam has Jack Price or whatever yeah. what's um, that quick Cam has quick complained note. about him already oh, okay quick note by the way Messi actually weighs seventy two kilos so Messi is heavier. Mm. Than Emmanuel Reynoso. Oh. Messi's 159 pounds. Yeah. He's shorter though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wiry. He's, he's like 5'6. <laughs> he's like he's short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why I love soccer, right? Like, you know, not being 
a big guy myself, bigger than Reynoso and Messi, but not being a big guy myself, I, right. You, you see all these guys that are some of the best in the world and you don't have to be tall. You don't have to be big. You just gotta be, you just gotta be a honey badger. You just got to be Argentinian. That's clearly uh, <laughs> what this revolves around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. In 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 full answer to the what is our system, I think our system is we give it to Renoso, Renoso distributes, but everyone knows that. So we need something else. I didn't even realize well. we were still talking about this. Thank you, James, Sorry. for wrapping it up. <laughs> no, I, the, I think that was pretty clear. We have a system table. that doesn't really work, though. The table. It, it sometimes works. We're table. we're in, we're in seventh place. Yes, and Which I think that that's fair. I think that that's yeah. fair. We we're gotta pretty be mad right now. There there are some pedigree teams. There are some blue chip Western Conference teams below us that just aren't going to stay down there. Um, here, let let me just load this up, and I want to read a little bit of this off to you guys because. We do have to be worried about not making the playoffs. Top seven make the playoffs. Who is below us? Houston, Houston they, they can stay below us. Colorado, obviously, they were very good last year, but I don't really consider them a perennial blue chip team. 10th place, Portland Timbers. 11th place, San Jose. They can stay down there. 12th place, Sporting Kansas City. Right? They're, they're not going to just stay content in 12th. And then 13th place, the defending CONCACAF Champions League champions, Seattle Sounders. Like, Seattle is going to be on the rise. You know, Vancouver and 14th, they're going to probably stay down there. But Portland, Sporting <laughs> Kansas City, Seattle, you know, who knows about some of these other ones. But for sure, those three, right, history will tell you that they're not going to stay down there. We do have to watch out. Yeah, and I, I will also point out Seattle have only actually played eight games. So they they have two games in hand on us uh, and three games in hand on some people. But yeah, like both Seattle and Vancouver have not even played 10 games yet. So Seattle could realistically jump to eighth as their highest place now that they're not worried about CONCACAF anymore because they've won it. They could easily get back up to eighth and suddenly it doesn't look as bad for them. But I mean, Sporting Kansas City has six losses this year. That that's like that's crazy considering last year they only had ten in thirty-four games. Yeah. So they're over halfway there in like less than a third of the games. And I think like the past couple of seasons, we've had the benefit of a couple of sleeping giants, right? The LA the LA teams both missed the MLS playoffs last season. Well. Right now, they're both in the top four. LAFC in, in the first place. LA Galaxy in fourth. Those sleeping giants don't seem to be sleeping anymore. No, and I mean... The, we benefited the other thing... from that void. We can... That's not going to happen this year. Yeah, and I mean, the other thing is that last year, it was the joke around playoffs that both LA teams and both Texas teams missed playoffs. They, Texas or... has three. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, all three missed playoffs last year. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, yeah, all, all three, three missed yeah. playoffs because they finished bottom three, and now uh, LAFC, Austin, LA Galaxy, and FC Dallas are the top four, and Houston are only two points out of the playoffs. So, yeah, 
four of the five teams that missed playoffs last year are uh, are actually above us. So, so we got to start winning, guys. Next up, we have Wednesday, May eleventh, my daughter and my mom's birthday. So happy birthday to them both. Wednesday, May 11th, we are playing Colorado Rapids at 7 p.m. I am not going because I will be, you know, doing some stuff for my daughter's birthday, but she's going to go to bed at 7 p.m. So I'll be watching (laughs) and I'm excited. And then you celebrate your mom's birthday? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We'll celebrate my mom's birthday when she's in town next weekend. But U.S. Open Cup round of 32, that is the Wednesday game against Colorado. Guys, if you're going, please go. Please be loud. We really want a Minnesota United win. Not only do we want to go on a cup run, not only do we want to spark some confidence in the team so they can turn this little rut around, but also if they win and we draw a home game, James will be in town for it and he can go. So Maybe. That would be great. That would be great. Yeah. We want that. Come on. Make it happen if you're going to be there. Be loud. If you're on the fence, please don't be on the fence. Please go. And then Sunday, May 15th, we are at Seattle Sounders, 3 p.m. Central. That is a horrible time for my daughter's um, for my daughter's sleep schedule. She's just going to be waking up. Maybe, maybe I just record it. Maybe I just record it. They will be coming off of a U.S. Open Cup game of their own against San Jose. As we just said, they are in 13th place with seven points after previously losing 2-0 at FC Dallas on Saturday. Guys, this whole run of them playing their B team is over. They're no longer focused on the CONCACAF Champions League, and they can be all in on the MLS. Just, this will be a tough one. I think we can do it. I think we can do it, but it'll be a tough one. I mean, history would suggest <laughs> that when we have gone to Seattle, we have scored exactly zero points in six trips. So let's hope that we have a turnaround because we are historically very, very bad against Seattle. Uh, but uh, at Seattle, at Seattle, yeah. I mean, we <laughs> Sam, we're not great against Seattle at all. <laughs> but I am trying are, to be glad past full. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are definitely worse away. Gla- than we are. Oh my God. Why am I? Oh, it's the end of the night. Yeah. Glaf. Oh my God. <laughs> glass half full? Half full. Say glass. Glass. Say half. Half. Say full. Full. Okay, good. It's like the, uh, it reminds me of that, like, uh, Joey from Friends when uh, Phoebe's teaching him French. <laughs> but yeah. Thanks we, for uh... comparing me to Joey. I appreciate it. <laughs> no worries. Also, that's on I, a... I appreciate Actually... that, Ross. That's right. Ross. Really? James seems more like a Chandler to me. No, he yeah, doesn't. I'm definitely he's more Ross. a Chandler. If I'm what? Joey, he's Ross. You're, well, you're, you're, you're Chandler. Or no, you're, you're, you're Ross. Like, Sam is 100% Ross. Yeah. And James is... Yeah. What? How am I Ross? <laughs> you are, your reaction right now is a very Ross reaction. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> 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 what? Everything's fine. Yeah. Wait. So, the, are you, 
so yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm a channeler. Does that make you Joey, Joey? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. I don't I I full full disclosure have not watched Friends in a long time. And I thought it was just all right. Wow. What I mean, I've communist. only watched bits and pieces of Friends. <laughs> we've, we've talked about this. I've only watched bits and pieces. So I was uh, I'm a how I met your mother guy. That was my yeah. my uh all right, my, so like, romantic. I love sitcom. your mother. So who's Ted? Who's Barney? And who's Marshall? Okay, <laughs> I'm Marshall. I'm, I'm Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I, are 100 Marshall. I'm the Viking Minnesota. I'm the gentle giant. Like all yeah, those yeah. things. Like it's. But yeah, yeah. I am 100 percent Ted. James, I, I don't think you're I'm Barney. Barney. I don't think yeah. you're Barney. No offense, but <laughs> you don't think. Yeah, well, I mean, I packed the playbook away now, but <laughs> don't need that anymore. Oh man, uh, hope hope everyone that 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 gave it a listen. I know we lost. I know some of us are bummed out, but hopefully you spent some time with us. Hopefully it it it, it warmed your cold heart, and I hope I hope that we can give you a happy episode next week after some wins. It could be two not, wins. It could be a two win episode, or it, it could be two losses, but it could also be two wins. I mean, I actually get to watch the Seattle game because that is on at a reasonable time for me. There we go. Thank you, 3 p.m. CT. Nice. There we go. So until next time, pot on you loons. Yeah, pot on you loons. Pot on you loons. Peace. Peace out. Peace.